Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply you're listening to the Cricket Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast, where we will be talking about England v South Africa. It is day two of the first test of the series at Lords, and South Africa are pretty on top, I would say. Uh, England have done their usual. Let, let two lower order guys... <laughs> um, take take things away. I'm Jack Hope. I'm joined by Max Roe Brown. How you doing, Max? Hello. Yeah, very good. Nice to have a full day of cricket today. That was pleasant. It well, was. I did enjoy. I did enjoy the downpours yesterday. It was much uh, needed. Very overdue. Yeah. Was you, did it help your garden? Your swimming uh, pool. Fill up your swimming no, pool. No, it's still really, <laughs> still really dry and sad and brown. Uh, what the swimming pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, um, look, it, it, it was sunny today. It was good weather today for cricket. Um, actually, on that note, um, did you see, did you see the, the cricket writer George DeBell's tweet? And, and I think this was genuine about what England should do, or what, what, what Lords should tearing, do. Tearing down yeah. Lords and building L- a roof. Lords has been valued, and this is George DeBell's tweet, Lords has been valued at somewhere around £2.5 billion. Uh, yes, billion. They could sell it and build a 50,000 capacity ground with a roof and still have the money to fill up a car with petrol. They'd move twice before. If they were really leaders, they'd move again. Um, Where, well, um, I think we should just start with that, Max. Who's, who's going to buy it? That's my first question. I think property who, who wants to bu- Who wants to buy property in London anymore? It's shit, isn't it? Russians. Yeah, well, they're all, they're all ditching it, aren't they, at the moment? Are they? Uh, uh, yeah, you know, what with the economy tanking. No one wants to be associated with London anymore. Where where are we going to move to? Uh, because it has to be in London, right? So um, if Lords is worth $2.5 billion, yeah. uh, where are we going to buy that will leave us enough money to build the stadium? Well, it has to be North London because you've kind of got, you've got the Oval, haven't you, in South London? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean... Milton that, Keynes, that would th- be cheap. I think this is this is the flaw in this plan, isn't it? That you, you sell think... you sell two point five billion pounds of land, and then you need to buy, uh, you know, uh, let's be honest here, <laughs> at, at least 
even if you downsize, you say we don't need the nursery ground area. Like, you, you still need a cool billion, don't you, for a zone yeah. two plot of land. Um, I think I think it's Milton Keynes. I think Lords yeah. is heading to Milton Keynes. Well, Milton Keynes, um, you, you could build probably build something next to the Olympic Stadium. Um, and that's true. Yeah. Tear down the Olympic Stadium. West Ham don't need it. That's true. But do the old switcheroo. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. And everyone's happy. Oh, you <laughs> solved it. Cheers, George. It was pretty crazy. I thought. Um, to I hope. To... It, let's hope it was sarcasm. Yeah, let, let's hope. Uh, Max, before we get into talking about the cricket, um, can you give us a little, uh, not summary of the day, that's, that comes, that's the cricket, isn't it? That's after. Um, yeah. What do our listeners need to know? They need to know that they should like and subscribe to us on, on YouTube. That makes us happy. They yes. need to head over to uh, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok at the cricket pod. Uh, is it is it is it the cricket pod or cricket pod on? Just TikTok? search the cricket podcast. You'll oh, find it. it should come up. Yeah, yeah. we uh, we are in the videos. So if it sounds like us and it's got our logo, and it's called the cricket podcast, you're probably, probably in us. the right place. Yeah, yeah. And if there is a spoof, you know, yeah. That, um, what what they, what's the what's the saying? I don't know, Max. You, I don't you know, know. Copying is the highest form of flattery, or whatever. There's another word that's copying, and I can't remember. Anyway. Sarcasm is the lowest form of wit. Yeah, that's also true. But uh, what goes around me. is all around. Yeah, uh, we're, we're two birds idiom. stoned at once. <laughs> it's the idiom podcast today. Um, so that's <laughs> social idiot media podcast today. That's the yeah, brilliant. That's social media. Uh, we've got Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cricket pod to support us directly there. Join us in the Discord where we talk about the cricket while it's happening. It's good fun. I enjoy it. And uh, finally, sponsorship message. Uh, podcast is brought to you by. Manscaped, the best in below the waist men's grooming. And you can get 20% off and free worldwide shipping at manscaped.com with the code CRICKETPOD, which is below us on our lovely overlay or in the show notes. So uh, head over there. Yep, do all of those things. That would be it would be good. Um, and if you're on YouTube, like hit, hit like. We, we Because we haven't done a live show for ages, we didn't have that many people. We've actually started off with, um, well... Not many, but more than yesterday. More you know, than we're, zero. We're rebuilding. So hit like. It's all about interactions. You know, trick the algorithm. Yeah. Hello, Gurdjieff. He- hello, Pradjuel, uh, in the chat there. Um, we will, you know, five minutes into the show, finally talk about... The- and it was a good, you know, it was a good day of cricket. We will finally now talk about the cricket. Max, um, yes. in 26 seconds, uh, and I'm going to time you, okay. tell us what happened. Okay, well, we started the day with England staring down the barrel. Ollie Pope, England's last hope with the bat out overnight on 61 and out. He was batting like no one was going to hang around with him for very long. And that was um, fairly sensible, given no one else hung around with him. But he was out and England succumbed pretty uh, meekly to 165. South Africa started very well, uh, a strong first innings, first wicket partnership of 85. But England took regular wickets and looked like they might just about be in the game until the late fireworks from Janssen and Maharaj took pretty much the uh, the first, certainly the first innings and the game uh, away from England and South Africa very much on top. That was 30. Was that? That's 36 seconds. 36. It's difficult. You, 26 yeah. is tough. 26 is hard. For a uh, it, test wasn't, match. it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Uh, yeah, like it, um, it, it was. it was a pretty engaging day. Um, you know, if you were a neutral watching at home, or you were an England fan, you probably wanted to see England get a few more runs in the morning. They weren't able to do that. Um, we, let's start with the morning, and let's start with probably player of the match so far, uh, Kagiso Rabada up on the honours mm. board. They kept banging on about how you know such a Andrew Strauss was on one about how it was 
amazing. Most people don't, you know, you're lucky if you ever get to play Lords once in your life and you just keep banging on and on and on and on and on about it. Um, I, don't, I don't know, I, th- I think Rabard has played at Lords before. Might be his first time on the honours board. Uh, it was good bowling. That's that's the point. Mm. Yeah, I mean, um, the all all over the the South Africa attack, they were they were on point, weren't they? But they just picked up where they left off yesterday. They were attacking sort of the the fourth stump. They um they they got the they got it to move. They got their lengths right. They got their lines right. Nokia was bowling quickly, too quickly for most of England's batsmen uh when when you look at it and it was it was a, a really good performance from them especially when you consider you know it is at lords and people do sometimes struggle with lords the lords slope and uh i doubt they've that, that attackers uh, played at lords that many times maharaj has probably been there a few times but he wasn't uh wasn't needed so yeah. so uh so for the pacers yeah you know it was um could have been tricky but they uh well they got it spot on didn't they and england's batters didn't really have much of an answer. Ollie Pope being the only man to really show much in the way of um, in the way of resistance, and he um, didn't last too long this morning. So you just have to. I think you have to give a lot of credit to the way South Africa bowled. I assume that's what you said yesterday. It was pretty much that. Yeah, we we, we spoke for twenty minutes about how they were quite good and how they were all quite varied, and uh, how they basically overpowered England in in some yeah. helpful ish conditions. So it's a really, it's a really well balanced attack, isn't it? I mean, they didn't even need to use the spinner, but when you've got Rabada with well reasonable pace and uh, and swing, you have got Norkia with raw pace, and Janssen with the left, Janssen with the left arm option, and uh, and Ngidi, who was also there. <laughs> he he was here. He was also there. I think the day actually started. And I do. I did want to mention. I had this down as a note with uh, Irvia's hilarious drop. Um, yeah, which which of the three and one was that? I think. I mean, I I think. Look, I think anything. You see a lot of catches that look regulation dropped in the slips. Um, yeah. On a day when everyone's wearing red in the crowd, I you know you, I think you can. You can uh, I haven't thought about that. That's, can, a, that's a really good point. I think you can especially forgive it. But I think the 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 first drop. So all right, of the three drops, the first drop. Like I think that is, it's a it's a travesty. Like to drop mm. that, but ten percent of the time that does get dropped. Like it, it, yeah. it, you see it, you do see it in in cricket. The second one, I think that's quite a hard catch. Like the recovery yeah. catch, I'd say at best twenty five percent of the time. Yeah, on your way down. Yeah, yeah, snatching at it. The third catch, which that's was the worst of the lot, which was basically like, can you drop catch a ball <laughs> dropped from yeah. six inches into <laughs> your hands? Back and the ball is falling <laughs> into his hands. And it's like it away. Um, so I think yeah, of the three drops, bad the drop is the worst. Forget very forgivable drop. Um, one of the worst drops I've ever seen. Yeah, so it, was, <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was it was pretty funny. Um, then England uh, got to bowl, and they got to bowl to Irvia, who uh, I, I, was the guy that was going to retire and then decided, no, he'd quite like to come to Lords and score some runs. Um, mm. And Dean Elgar uh, didn't start that well for England. They got up to nearly 100, I think, South Africa. Before they got to the breakthrough, I tweeted and I got a very good reply. I said that that, that Dean Elgar is a li- he's like a cockroach crossed with a t- with the Terminator is is mm. how I describe okay. his batting. Yeah. And then Chintan replied, "A cockinator. What do you think about that as a, a yeah, nickname spot for on. A, a Dean Elgar, the cockinator? Cockinator. Well, you got the two options, aren't there? There's cockinator or termiroach. Uh, and termiroach. Termiroach. Okay. Tell you what, termiroach would be a great robot wars robot. <laughs> yes. 
Cockinator oh, is much show. more South African opening batter, I think. Yeah, no, yeah. Cockinator is uh, excellent. Well done. Um, so I, I think from now on, I will be calling him Dean the Cockinator Elgar. Yeah. Um, on on this podcast, uh, he he was eventually out in like extremely um, uh, you know fortuitous fashion or or unlucky fashion, depending on which way you want to look at it. Sort yeah. of elbowing the ball back onto his stumps. Uh, and then, especially when the you know the ball hit him on what the thigh pad yes. sort of outside leg stump wasn't it and so he'd managed to elbow it from outside leg, leg stump onto middle stump yes um so that was that was equally impressive and then you consider the fact that you know the ball rolled onto the stumps not particularly fast it had a little bit of pace on it but um rolled onto the stumps and both bales fell off and we've we've seen balls hit half a stump and do nothing before so <laughs> uh, an extra slice of misfortune yeah, um, though from there, England had had their chance, well, I guess their chance to, to fight back, and, the, and they did. They managed to take relatively regular wickets either side of T to, to have South Africa sort of in a, a, you know, a spot of, of bother, would you say? Mm. Um, I'm just looking at the scorecard now. So the fall of the, the sixth wicket or, or the fifth wicket, 192. So they're, they're only you know, slightly ahead. Well, only, only slightly ahead when the sixth wicket goes down. Um, thanks mainly to Ben Stokes, who did bowl very well, didn't he, mm. Max? Even though he appears now to only have half a leg. I'm not even sure he's got one <laughs> leg. It's, it's like, you know, he's, he's really being wheeled out there with his Zimmer frame. Yeah, well, what's um, so if, if if Dean Elgar's the cockinator with his Terminator cockroach yeah. cross, what's what's Ben Stokes with his uh, wooden leg, sort of uh, ginger long, beard, maybe long John like that silver, long yeah, long John, kind of, long, long, long John, John ginger, yeah, yeah it's yeah, better. It's not as good as it. Let's throw it's it out good. to Twitter. We'll see. Yeah, what they well, come they're, they're better at this, <laughs> but um, oh, they've John got more time ginger. on their hands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so. Ben Stokes, I think uh, he's the point of difference in this England attack, isn't he? You've got, you know, Anderson, Broad and Potts. They're all bowling at a similar pace. They're all trying to do similar-ish things. I mean, Potts is probably more hitting the right areas rather than swinging it, whereas Anderson and Broad are more your, your swing bowlers. But even so, um, a bit one-paced and a little bit not predictable, but, you know... You, you can uh, you can manage you can manage it. There's no like I say no point of difference really for you to uh, have to worry about like you've got with that South African attack. Ben Stokes has sort of been trying to provide that, hasn't he? He's going. It was the short ball that did for earlier, and that was, was very good. Really ball. well executed. That was about yeah. if you said to someone pin on the map where you want your short ball to hit from around the wicket, it was pretty much there. It was it was spot on. Did you know, and, um, Max, that that yeah. was England's second fastest ball of the day? Um, really? can, can you guess what speed it was? 86 miles an hour. In kilometres an hour, please. Uh, that would be 147? No, it was 138 kph. What? England aren't fast. That's really quite slow, isn't it? Um, That's really slow. Yeah. Anyway, ca- carry on with the point, which is, which is uh, you know, just for reference, 85.7 miles an hour. So there's okay. anyone. Well, I got my conversions wrong. But yeah, I'm yeah, but it's still, it's still not... It's not quick. All, I think... Virtually all of the South African bowlers could bowl faster than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they yeah, don't yeah, all absolutely. the time. I, 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 think, I think. I think. I think. probably didn't bowl one slower than that. <laughs> I, think, I think there was. Um, uh, yeah, basically that. Um, I think Janssen, yeah. Janssen and uh, Ngidi's average speed's about eighty-three. I think so. They probably mm. are bowling substantially quicker than that sometimes. But anyway, carry on. 
Yeah, well, but so, so yeah, so that that gave England something. It also showed England what they miss with the the injured players. But it was important that Ben Stokes gave him some over, gave himself some overs as well. We've seen him be a bit reluctant to do that in the past as captain. So he at least identified that there was something that needed to be done there. And you know, he he he, he mixed it up a bit as well, didn't he? he? Went for the short ploy for a bit. He got uh, got wickets pitching it up. So I mean, he did really well, and um, and it was really uh, important. Um, spell from him, even if it was a little bit expensive. But you know, wickets pretty much the order of the day. Uh, well, you know, they're the order of the day anytime you bowl, aren't they? Mm. Um, except maybe you know. Well, let's not get into that. Um, so the, yeah, England England did do the fight back, um, and then it it kind of went wrong again, mm. didn't it? Um, Maharaj is, and we know this is is quite a dangerous batter. Yeah, he's useful. Definitely useful. Um, England, you know, they didn't get him early. He he basically took ten balls, didn't play a single shot, and then was like, right now I'm going to have loads of fun and uh, hit England about, and the score quite quickly got out of hand. So what? What? Two hundred and ten. Uh, it, uh, South Africa are forty-five ahead with four wickets in the bag. Um, everyone could bat a little bit, but England are probably thinking lead under a hundred. We're we're well in the game here. Um, yeah. we we just need to un- then we do yeah bad- they were probably targeting 250 weren't yeah. they then we do bas ball and then we win that's probably what England <laughs> were thinking um, instead South Africa did bas ball South Africa went at 10 and over for the last 6 or 7 overs of the day they they scored I think they scored 60 runs of the last 36 balls of the of play uh, or, or or until rather uh, Maharaj was out mm. um, he got 41 or 49 Marco Janssen not out on 41 off 57 and the lead is now 124 uh it was really really well batted wasn't it from those two but could england have done anything to to arrest the momentum of the south african players uh well i think um they obviously could i mean they were sort of a bit attacking but a bit not attacking it was a bit of a i didn't feel like england were um, doing one or the other, you know. I said wickets are sort of the order of the day, but we were in that period where, you know, it was ten overs, fifteen overs to the new ball, and it had gone a bit soft, and it had sort of stopped being quite as dangerous as um, as it had been throughout the day. And you do wonder whether maybe it was time to just kind of shut up shop a bit and and try and keep things tight for uh, for a spell, rather than um, you know search for search for the wickets. And it was like England were bowling, searching for wickets, but not necessarily with the the field to to back it up. I don't know. I mean, it was. Uh, I don't know. What, there were a few occasions where they sort of they didn't have any slips in, but then they had like one slip and a third man, and it was sort of. I didn't. I didn't feel like they were clear in what they were trying to achieve. I think I don't they. Know what you thought on that? Well, a little bit of a little. I, I did. I did get that impression. I, I think. I think they fell into the trap again of bowling too short. At mm. lower order bats, and the, the theory—I mean, it worked. It did work, in fairness, against India, didn't it? Like they took the last seven Indian wickets for nothing, <laughs> and um, and then chased heroically, and it was the greatest thing that ever happened in history. Yeah. Um, but that—that that is sort of one of the few occasions it has worked in the last eighteen months. I—I yeah. I, I saw some numbers on this. Um, actually, in England, England have got better at bowling the short ball. So since twenty eighteen. Um, 
basically 2018, 19, 20, and 21, they averaged over 36 with a short ball, never took more than 20 wickets. This year, 2022, they've got 27 wickets at 28. Now, that looks good. With the short ball. Yeah, that looks good. But I would probably argue that those wickets could have Shouldn't been Shouldn't be going at 28. Could have been bought more cheaply. So it's, it's yeah. obviously, it's a plan that is kind of working versus how badly it used to work. But mm. is still not the optimal choice. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, I, I think especially when you've seen a lot of people caught in the slips in, in the match, um, a lot yeah, of people caught bold. behind, a lot of people bowled because the ball is 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 kind of moving. I, I I do. I mean, I appreciate the sort of once the ball's forty overs old, it's a little bit harder to just say yeah. stick it on a length and wait for the loose drive. But um, I I also I feel like you're going to have more joy against Maharaj and Marco Janssen doing that than basically saying we're not going to bowl at the stumps, so get ready to swing as hard as you want. Um, mm. It's it it makes it gives them a a pretty clear indication of what you want to do. Um, I, so I yeah I I don't know if I loved it, but um, I don't know. Yeah, at the same time, Stokes, who's the sort of ringleader of that approach, is the only person who's got any wickets. Um, yeah. but that actually, I mean, that actually leads us on to probably the big, the 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 big talking point. England have been significantly outbowled by yeah. South Africa here. Like big South time. Africa's four paces, all. If you were going to pick a composite eleven based on the performances in this match, there wouldn't be a single England bowler in your team. Um, mm. Like it would be the South African bowling team, and that's yeah, that's and maybe Ben Stokes comes in as uh, <laughs> your, your your other option. Um, why do you think that? Was, um, I just don't think they quite got it right in the first session. They uh, they sort of brought they brought it back a bit. I mean, Matt Potts to start with was literally all over the place. Like he was, Bad he was a, he was a broken bowling machine. Like there was a there was a, a nut loose somewhere, and every time you put a ball in, it fired off in a different direction. Yeah, that was that that wasn't helpful. And Jimmy Anderson started reasonably well, but I think was just. In general, I think England were just bowling a little bit wide. They weren't really attacking the stumps. And you look at where South Africa got their wickets, a lot of them were bowled. I know a lot of those bowls were people playing on. But the reason you play on is when you're playing in that area outside off stump where you're not certain whether you should be leaving it or playing it and the ball does a bit. And and that's what happened a lot of the time. And I don't think England really uh, did that. They made it too easy for Elgar and Urver to to leave the ball, and they there, did leave it well. In fairness, yeah, there were it seemed to me like there were a lot of shots where like, well, there were a lot of shots played where it was basically a South African batter just slapping it through point or cover, mm. like just you know, like the kind of shot you see quite regularly in park cricket, like the bowl is yeah. bowled too short and wide off stump, and now the batter can hit it as hard as they can in that area. <laughs> and they didn't yeah. all go for four or anything, but it's like there's not you're just not going to get out, especially if you're mm. bowling 130 kph and you're not particularly tall, so you're not going to get oh, that's it, yeah. you're not even going to get a, like a lucky top edge or something like that. It's literally just a, a short wide ball. Um, Pots, they were talking about this a lot on the TV. Um, about left-handers, yeah, like he has obviously has a problem against against left-handers, and and um, you know against this South Africa side, it's not necessarily the end of the world because they've only really got two, haven't they? Uh, until yeah. they get get, get down to Rabada, they open the batting. So. Well, I mean that, yeah, that is a, that is irritating. But like often, James Anderson will get one of them out, and so at least you open up an end for yeah. Pots. Um, I mean, there was there was an element of um, 
uh, a bit of bad luck. I mean, obviously, that kind of was completely cancelled out by Elga's wicket. But up to that point, you know, there were a few player misses. Anderson bowled a couple of balls that were ridiculous, like the sort of full swing yeah. ones that did too much to bowl them or, you know, just didn't quite take the edge or were, uh, all that kind of thing. You know, I, th- I think he was, well, he was comfortably the pick of England's bowlers to start with until Stokes came into the attack. Yeah. But yeah, I just... I, they didn't do enough, did they? They didn't well, I think bowl it, enough of those I, wicket-taking deliveries. I think it was it was sort of partly that. England bowled some very good balls, but they bowled a yeah. lot of, of dross. England, South yeah. Africa, a team that openly said we're not really going to play any attacking shot, uh, shots you know, in, in this match. Um, yeah. not, I didn't say we're not going to play any attacking shots, but they were like, we're going yeah. in and we're going to be playing. We're going to play t- test cricket in the traditional way. 2.7 runs per over. They've scored 289 of 77 overs. There's nearly they four and over. Four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they did go at four in in the first in their in the first session before it lunch as well. Wasn't right. it wasn't really, I don't think, because Dean Elgar came out in a, in swashback buckling form. I think it really was bad bowling um by by England and Broad and Potts in particular. Uh, I mm. I do think we're really reaching endgame with Broad as a automatic we should be past the end game as an automatic first eleven. I th- I still think there's a role around the team. You know when Peter Siddle sort of slipped down the pecking order for Australia? It's that, yep. you know, he should be playing some tests when the conditions are right or he's got a good record at that ground. Mm. Um, I I think it was an error not to play Robinson instead of him here. Robinson yeah, is I, I, the, the ideal Lord's bowler. I think you're right. Um, he's, not lo- he's not looking quite as threatening as he had been, has he? I mean, today you had South Africa with two left-handed opening batters and... That is literally mm. what Stuart Broad is there to do, right? It's, that is he, his expertise. His expertise is bowling around the wickets left-handers and getting ball to leave them. And and again, he just didn't quite didn't quite get it right today. And you know, I don't know what the reasoning for that is. You, I mean, did have England's bowlers come into it a bit cold, Anderson and Broad? You know. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I I I don't. You're gonna go. I to, think I've said this a few times. Stuff or? I think I've said this a few times. I, I I I think that if you prepare properly, you can probably do most of your work in nets. Mm. Um, and if you played 150 test matches, um, the, 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 exper- the experience point is like I yeah I, I I'm sure. I'm sure ideal preparation involves some sort of a warm-up match and bowling some live overs to a batter with fielders and stuff like that. Um, and they and they didn't have that. But like again, 150 overs, 150 odd Test matches. You've got squads of people to help you prepare. Um, you'll have had days warming up at Lords on you know on the on the next pitch over, mm. uh, getting prepped for this. Um, there's not there's I don't think there's much of an excuse. I think that you just, you're either you're either good at bowling or you're not, and that wasn't that wasn't good bowling. Um, this is where I come down on that. I'm not I'm not a big buyer of warm ups and playing endless cricket to to get in the zone. Um, I I I think it might apply more for bowlers than batters to mm. some extent um, because you don't you might not get the instant the, if you're batting in the nets you can get pretty good feedback on how things are going just yeah. from feeling whether the ball's coming out the middle of the bat or like mm. what your coach is telling you with bowling it might it might not be exactly the same yeah you don't you don't know exactly what's 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 going on if you're just running in and bowling at a stump do you but um yeah. there's certainly something going on where you are 
Yeah, there's uh, there's um, some rosters going by, so we'll you leave that. Max, I think we've we've covered most of the points from today's uh, match. Uh, Proud Royals asked us in the chat, who do we think will take on Nighthawk duties if <laughs> if Broad leaves the team? Who who's the, who's your Nighthawk? Ah, that's a good question. Um, probably be Ollie Robinson. I don't think anyone else could do it, could they? Ollie Jack Robins- Leach. Yeah, well, Ollie Robinson supposedly can bat a bit, can't he? Um, and I don't think he's someone who's going to hang around for long. Yeah, Joffrey Archer, if he ever got back in the test yeah. team, would be, Mark be a Wood, great Nighthawk. Mark Wood and Joffrey Archer, yeah. if they're fit, would, would be perfect for they're that night, role. That's, that's perfect Nighthawk yeah. performance. You can, um, you can imagine Mark Wood coming out dressed as a hawk as well for that job. Yeah, like we, or with a cape at least. Mm. Um, like, yeah, knock off Batman. Um, anything else? We should say uh, Mar- Marco Janssen. Well, I've got that. Yeah, well, it's his uh, highest test score. I was a little confused that he went, he came into bat at number six ahead of uh, Carl Verena, considering, yeah, he averages 19. I think there's a, a, a high score injury. of 37 not out, but yeah, I assumed there must have been some yeah. sort of um, reason for that. But yeah, he batted really nicely. He looked very, very I, solid. I thought Janssen I was impressed. It reminded me a little bit of. Um, Ravi Jadeja, in a, in a sense. I don't think he's, I don't think he's the same caliber. But mm-hmm. Jadeja, Jadeja isn't a test batter in the sense that, like, um, you know, a, a, a proper number five or plus like, is a top is a yeah, test batter. Well, like, like Ben Stokes. Yeah, someone who has well, but like, yeah, someone who has shots all around the ground and can, mm-hmm. you know, put away bad balls and stuff like that. What Jadeja does is like make himself very, very difficult to get out until he's comfortable at the crease, and then he sort of, you know, plays the two shots that he likes after that mm. like it's not it's not it's not it's it's quite limited batting but it can be quite effective in 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 the right circumstances and i thought marco jansen reminded me of that as well like a a pretty solid defensive technique and he's got like a drive hasn't he and he can mm. flick it off his pads so he, he's got a couple of scoring shots if he needs to that's about about all the shots you need in test yeah. cricket isn't it um well, on the offside well, well the yeah side. but like Solid. but i don't think i think he has to be he can either be like i'm gonna play my two shots or he can be like i'm determined not to be out it's not yeah. it's very binary it's not like i'm gonna play each ball on its merits from ball one. clarity like, of yeah, mind yeah um Much easier place to be we had one question from discord uh which you can join if you want to be a patreon patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod from just four quid a month keep us in business and um, this one i think it was from vj um, but i i didn't write down the name so sorry if it's from somebody else do you think <laughs> do you think the impact or at least the confidence that we will see that we see in leach's bowling is only because stokes believes in him more or is there a hidden story, Max? I think um, a lot of it is because Stokes believes believes in him more. And then there's two facets to that, aren't there? There's the confidence that comes with your captain believing in you and using you. And then there's the fact that he actually gets the bowl, <laughs> which probably helps as well. Because we were getting into a stage where Jack Leach was following the side around, not doing anything or being in the team and not being used. Joe Root bringing himself on to bowl ahead of Jack Leach. And, you know, I mean, as a, as a frontline spinner, that's not going to do your confidence any good, is mm. it? And then when you come on to bowl, you feel like you've got to prove yourself too much. You might try, th- you might be tight. You might, you know, try too hard. Whereas if you've got that base level of confidence, you can go in, do your own thing. And, and I, I, I genuinely think that probably is um, about the, the size of it. Do you know what? I don't think he's bowling any better or any worse. No, no. I think what we will see from Jack Leach in, you know, 
his career are, and I think what we have seen, uh, 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 situations where the conditions work out for him. And when the conditions work out for him, he will be a very effective operator because mm. he's quite accurate because he gets a little bit of dip. Um, and because he does, when he wants to, actually turn the ball a reasonable amount like he, he, yeah. he you know he, quite nice today. he can he can get he can get something out of the surface uh when it doesn't or when he comes up against a batter that has his number or he bowls to anyone left-handed he's gonna get whacked um uh, you know i'm looking at the sort of the jack leach numbers now um the only market improvement is that his economy rate is is lower um mm. than, it, than it was in 2021 it's that's, that's it's, very it's, important his bowling average is actually higher uh, he's he's taken the same number of wickets as last year in more overs. Uh, it's it's yeah. Know, it's, it's. I mean, he did play in India. Yeah, he did play in India, but it, you know, it's still. He also played in Australia, where he was rubbish. Uh, like uh, he he also got whacked by Rishabh Pant in the last match, just because he got him out in the second innings doesn't you know disprove my theory here. I yeah. I, I think Jack Leach is just going to bowl like Jack Leach and. Yeah, probably average finish his career with an average somewhat similar to to, to how it is now. Uh, probably going to continue to be quite effective in innings three and four, and you know at best I think we can hope for him being a bit tighter in innings one and two. Yeah, well I th- I think that's that's important for, in his role. You know, I mean we've seen him quite uh, regularly, sort of old Ross. Yeah, field, why? Why know, also say- things? I think I think we've seen less of that. I think there's been there's no improvement on that side of things. Maybe. And um, what what I'd probably also say uh, on Jack Leach is that I don't think he was ever really a bad bowler. I think no. Where, since he's come into international cricket, he's probably been one of the average spinners across the ten or twelve, you know, nations that that play mm. the game regularly. He's not he's not elite level, is he? I mean, like everyone can see that. No. But he's not. He's serviceable. He's not rolling his arm over and like bowling absolute pie, is he? He's he's probably he's he's probably out of the ten teams, sixth, fifth, um, depending on the, the you know on the on the day you you see him, mm. uh, and that isn't that isn't bad. That is not that's not England's biggest problem. They don't need to be no. like we need a new spinner. They they need other things. So yep. I, I've got no problem with Jack Leach doing what he's sort of been doing, and carrying on for the foreseeable, uh, especially if, as, as appears to be the case, his, his batting improves enough that he isn't just a straight-up number 11. Um, anyway, Max, we're going to wrap up now. Um, thank you for joining us if you're over on YouTube. Remember to hit like and subscribe. We hit a little bit of a plateau. We did the road to 10K, and then we just stopped telling anyone to subscribe. Mm. And we've only had 700 followers, or well, some extra subscribers since then. So we need to set a new road to challenge. Yeah. Um, you know, it could be road to well, let's 11. Let's start okay? small. Let's go with 11. Ro- and road to 11. Take it from there. Yeah, we want 11,000 uh, subscribers. Then we've got 1,000 subscribers per player in a cricket team, which is cool. So help us out. Hit like, hit subscribe. Um, and Max, to finish off the show, can you tell us about your testicles one more time? <laughs> yeah, uh, manscapes.com. Uh, code CricketPod for 20% off. And you can get all sorts of good things. We've, we've uh, had the delightful... Uh, joy of being able to try them out the lawnmower 4.0 the um future of grooming future of male grooming uh and an excellent trimmer to re- reduce the risk of cuts and uh, and a whole load of other goodies that you can get along alongside it in the uh, performance package so 
uh, I, I highly recommend it. I think you should uh, go and buy one and, um, and join us as Wellscaped men. Yes, uh, Cricket Pod is the code you need. Manscaped.com is the website you need. And you get 20% off and free shipping at, you know, if, you, if you put the code in at the bit where you buy. You know how the yeah. internet works. See you later, everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.